The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Skinny are helping you show how smart you are with the 1Q Quiz, an all-new, super-challenging and super-quick daily quiz built by The Spin-Off. Every Monday, Skinny are giving you the chance to prove you're smart with the Skinny Extra Credit question. Get it right, and you'll get the chance to score yourself some Skinny Extra mobile credit so you can text, call, or even video call your group chat and gloat about how big your brain is. T's and C's apply. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. I've actually got interesting socks. Do you want to say? Yes. <laughs> okay. This is like this could be the new mask singer. What sock? I think you've got. Am I wearing the mask okay. soccer? The mask soccer. <laughs> soccer. Do we get to see some of the sock? Uh, no. Come okay. on. Okay. No. I, is, it, is it cartoon character? Come on. You can't ask questions. You oh, just have what? to guess. Okay. Okay. I think I think your sock is ma- the alien, <laughs> that Martian, that little alien, Marvin. Is that what he's called, Marvin the Martian? Martian. Okay, Duncan. What do you think? I don't think. I just think. I just think. <laughs> Is the podcast going right now? Yeah, okay, that, are you that's ready? That's not so much a thought Take, as a question. You should start chanting, take it off. Take it, take it off. It take off. it off. It's a ladybug, eh? No, or it's a caterpillar. It's the very hungry caterpillar. Kia ora, welcome along to The Real Pod. We are fizzing. Like we've never fizzed before. We I'm are shaking. I'm shaking. Ice cold fizz personified. Alex is actually very warm fizz. I have eaten a banana. <laughs> Great. That's, Protein. That's is it? I don't know. That's what potassium. What potassium. Potassium. So yeah. I just had a um, chocolate digestive from Tina's desk. Okay. Showed it so brazenly in front of Fantastic. me. It was like real, like just very. You have access to the I biscuit tin. We've all got access to the tin. Mm. <laughs> anyway. We're very excited because there are two new reality shows to dig into this week and we are, one, not going to do anything else but recapping. This is your real life in New Zealand and reality TV recap podcast, but no real life in New Zealand, though this is kind of real life, right? <laughs> Fuck, that's a great tagline. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and two, we're not talking about pop stars. No. Because we've just, I tried to recap some of it last episode of The Real Pod and I tanked and it's just not funny. It's just not funny. It's we, maybe we can watch it later. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll like look watch the final. There's a live final, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but we could talk about the Masked Singer this week and also the Apprentice New Zealand. Both, Both terrific, terrific shows. I think we're living in a real moment right now. Can I also say, big round of applause for the Apprentice for just being one episode per week. Oh, oh unbelievable! We love it. How refreshing is that? Just m- magnificent. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, I'm Jane Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve. And we, uh, we're going to, what should we get into first? We're just going to like, I should, I should just play the music. I have four weeks to decide if I'm going to drop my entire life. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. Did you just buy? Reality check. I almost think we should do Apprentice. No. What? It's the other way around. Why? Because we, we've, because it's dessert. <laughs> I think it's my singer like, is dessert. Have not, you seen the pad? Have I've you seen, seen the, the pad, sensual pad? So much of it. And Apprentice has like got portion control, as okay. Jane just attested to. So Entree, okay. Entree is the Apprentice. Our main is episode one of Mass Singer, and our dessert is episode you two can't of have the pad. Dessert. Yes. Have, yes. Y- I agree. You're fired. But the- <laughs> <laughs> Be careful because he actually can't fire us. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it's thrilling. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about The Apprentice. Now, full disclosure, I did watch the whole show, but I took no notes because I spent the entire episode looking at Google Maps on Satellite View to figure out where the house was. Found it, um, but that's what I... Are you going to reveal or is it... Yeah, I can tell you where it is. Well, they're not there anymore, are they? It's in Greyland. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, in, it's behind a coffee place. Okay. 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 So you figure that out yourself. Uh, but that is what I spent my hour watching the Apprentice doing. I can't believe it. I was, were you not just com- entirely captivated oh. by every single person on the show? I was compelled and I was planning on watching it again, but then there was work and children and blah. Yeah, yeah. And I knew you'd have notes. I and Duncan's it. got notes. You've yeah, got your, you've got your digital crazy. notes out. I know. 
I've, I've got a very apprentice Aotearoa accessory as well, my, my <laughs> remarkable tab- two tablet. Is it a bag of popcorn? <laughs> it, uh, no. Okay. Let's go. You guys, okay. you got the notes. Um, well, first of all, it's fantastic. I was really worried going into it. I know that there's been some pushback. Obviously, the franchise is associated with one orange president. <laughs> 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 and, you know, having a... Um, a real estate mogul in the middle of a housing crisis with all these kind of businessy people. It, you know, people were upset about it. People were upset about Pe- it. People hey, get people upset. People are upset about they, it. People are allowed to be upset. We're allowed to hear that and feel something else. Look, yes. I'm telling you now, and I'll, uh, this will always be the case, we are just reporting the news. <laughs> we are. This is just the news of what's on our television. Retweets are not endorsements, but also I endorse this program. I am, I strong, <laughs> in the strongest possible terms. If you're, I, I, I think this is true. If you're only going to watch one reality show this year, hear me out, watch this one, because it's contained. Mm-hmm. You know, it is entree size. Mm-hmm. It's not like all you can like. It's ju- and it's perfectly formed. And there's like it feel. It felt like I was watching Next Top Model. You know how there was just like heaps of stuff going on, and every moment was incredible. Like, it just didn't feel like there was just all the the kind of padding that there is mm. in the other shows. Also, can I just say again another tick in the Apprentice box where pop stars went all wrong is that the Apprentice 2021 is the same format, David. <laughs> they haven't changed it. Yeah. They've stuck with what we know, and it's like a, a lovely, comforting blanket filled with idiots. And you're just like in it straight away. Straight like it in. just drops it. It's like Mike Perro is arriving in a chopper. He's getting out of the chopper. He's putting on Ray Bans. He's getting on a motorbike. We're in The Apprentice. There's I, no, there's no two ways about it. No, no. There's no, there's no explanation. It's just, it's just tight. And their hosts are so funny. Mm. I, I had no idea that Mike Pedro had any background in motorcycling, but he's. How did you not know that? In all the that. Mike Pedro ads, he's he's there's a whole campaign where he cycles from one end of the country to the other to give wine to some some new buyers of a property. I, I just don't see advertisements. I'm okay. I'm I'm immune somehow. I see that the um like bus backs or something. Anyway, I love it. I love his whole persona. I love Justin. Justin, who's <laughs> such. Like an arch villain and like leaning hard into it. I love Cassie. This whole the whole lineup is whoa. Can't get past Cassie's name. Whenever I hear Cassie Roma, all I actually hear is Casa Roma furniture, which they sell at farmers. Wow, lucrative brand deal. Yeah, it's not. It's, they're not. I've I've looked into. I have investigated the spin-off <laughs> investigates. I don't think there's a connection. I think it's a just a lovely, lovely coincidence. So Cassie runs some sort of like PR content creation she, brand. She, she, she cut her teeth on the cutting edge of technology. That's what she did. <laughs> Ouch! I know. That sounds so I'm sure she worked for the warehouse group at some point. Maybe consulting. I just this is just more of a vibe than a fact. Also, a fan of yours. This is oh, true. Oh, yes. On Twitter. A big, yes. big interactive. You know? What was it? She called smouldering look or something, something? like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she saw a photo of Duncan and was quite keen hey. to work on his brand. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Apologies. Um, so it's like everyone in the world of The Apprentice is taking it extremely seriously. Everyone involved in the production, the edit, is having a fucking laugh. <laughs> and it's, per- it's the perfect combination. Like, I think episode one of The Apprentice was as funny as The Office. Oh. I was laughing. Yeah, out loud yeah, constantly. And often. Let's keep it simple. Woman versus man. <laughs> yes. Because yes. so it feels like very, that's the thing. It feels like it's from the office era or the original apprentice era. Like they just haven't updated. Like they're, when they're, they're obviously like some notes, but there's something delightfully throwback in terms of. The construction, or, or, or you know, the way it's the way it's assembled. Alex Casey, having mm. worked in reality television, is that something that you think would be in the Apprentice Bible? Like they have to do it because that's the way they've already done it. It's always done it. Is split the men and the woman to start? Um, it? I can't really remember. I don't know. I think they did used to. They did used to yeah, do I think that. They did. But I mean, in New Zealand, as we've seen, they throw the Bible in the fucking fire. Yeah. You know, <laughs> delicious one, <laughs> and do whatever. I do think it's like in keeping with the retro feel of the whole it thing. It really is. <laughs> the team names, 
straight away. Michael immediately emerges as the most incredible character, suggesting Team Mana for, what did he say? Like, the spirit of masculinity or something? Embodies everything, spirit, power, (laughs) healthy masculinity. Healthy. I don't think it does. I I think it might mean something entirely different. Words have very specific meanings. (laughs) As we will get to with one of the most iconic lines on all reality TV. Can I just have another line just before that, which really leapt to me? I might seem like a nice guy, but if you accuse me of something I haven't done, watch out. (laughs) Yeah, I won't be playing nice no more. What have you done, Ash? And what have you been accused of doing? (laughs) What was that? And that's a car salesman as well, by the way. Like these people have in the car yard funny at the time. jobs. Oh my god! Okay, so again, this is so I, I, you know, casting my mind back, trying to remember what the Apprentice is all about. My understanding was that it was pretty successful people who really wanted to like break through to that next level, right? Someone isn't someone here a marketing coordinator? Yeah, I mean that feels like I don't want to. Feels like a solid role, but a relatively juniorish one in the scheme of uh, The Apprentice, is it? Just I don't know anything about business. Only business I know about is the stuff that I should be minding my own of. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Thank you. Um, the only person I knew going into this was um, Ness, who's the one who's like, I'm the Cardi B. Oh, yeah. Um, she runs a balloon garland <laughs> company. Oh <my> <laughs> but it's actually like wildly successful, like kind of an ELU influencer girl right. boss scene. Right. Um, Great character. Love a girl. I love a girl boss or a, a boss babe or a boss bitch or a bitch babe. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he near tour. A countdown, you know. <laughs> oh man, I just I love the casting of it. I like every single person. There's no like, oh, we just have to get through this person being boring. No, they're all got it. I also feel like. And I know that this will not be the intention of your Mike Perros, etc. It just makes business look like a sham. <laughs> it is you a not sham. Think? I think it makes it look like Don't a complete sham. Tell anyone <laughs> about business <laughs> being a sham. Okay? When that guy, when they had to come up with a popcorn flavor for kids, and the guy was like, you know, I'm thinking honey coated, and I'm thinking the character could be like a bee. <laughs> and then it cuts to Cassie going, he just dropped a brilliance bomb, <laughs> and it was just like, this is just anything. This is absolutely anything. Yeah, well, that's why it reminded me of again of like next top model, and that like the task is whatever, and their execution <laughs> of the task is on that level of like just a bunch of children essentially, <laughs> and you know like if it, if it is supposed to be affirming their kind of collective brilliance, like the the, the fact that like just so many amazing moments, like the what's the price. So the what? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure supermarkets set their own prices. Do they they not? Like in the pitch meeting, wasn't there somewhere as well that someone was like, "They're not going to, they're not going to ask that." Yeah, they're not going to ask that really obvious question about margins. Yeah, Um, I'm pretty sure Honey's not vegan. Oh my god! I think you'll find that's a moot point. (laughs) Times it by a hundred and just keep saying moot. I have some vegan friends who eat honey, so therefore, it's it's vegan. The moot point. The moot point. It's just so good. Okay. Like, I'm moved. We're I running. feel emotional thinking about him saying moot point. before we can walk. Let's talk about the house just quickly because that's got a very 90s yuppie vibe about it. That's all I wanted to say. Kind of like, like split level, a lot of tile and kind of like modern furniture that was modern. A lot of the groups the hanging out in the lobby because <laughs> yeah. they're not allowed into the lounge because <laughs> yeah. with their muddy feet or something. <laughs> Maybe they only hired that front part. I think so. <laughs> I loved the random like iconography of like when they all walked in at the very start holding those just empty like black leather portfolio things with no names or nothing inside them, just stacking them on a desk as they came in. And Mike Perro's maybe not real boardroom. I don't know. I want to. I want to guess. Maybe not where he hangs out all the time. But then also the suitcase. Yes. Like that's that's the iconic thing from the. The US rolling one, in right? the suitcase. The and roll- rolling it out yeah. again. <laughs> Poor-ish. If, you, if there's any kind of reality show uh, where you're staying in a house, you need to have a rolly suitcase Yeah, that can be rolled out as you leave. Mm-hmm. You know? You can't have a duffel bag. You can't no. just put, put your backpack on. It's got to be a rolly suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> and specifically not a leaner. It's got to be a, an upright rolly. And hard shell. Hard shell. And like really definitely empty. Yes. That's the main thing. It has to really just roll. <laughs> yeah, like be bouncing. Incredible ease. Like. Blowing away in a strong wind. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so the challenge was to create a brand of popcorn that would be healthy. By the way, isn't healthy? Isn't popcorn already? Isn't that kind of its thing? It's like the healthy. Oh, snack. It was the healthiest thing there was. Is it? Yeah, like it's that, air. that's what parents buy children to make them feel like they're good parents when their kids won't eat vegetables. Can have some popcorn. Healthy snack. It's air. <laughs> Wow. I don't know any of this stuff. I am a parent of three children, but I'm basically like, are you alive at the end of the day? Tick. That's as far as it goes with food. Okay. Anyway, uh, create some healthy popcorn. Give it a brand. Do the whole shebang. Do a, an animated <laughs> jingle. Oh a jingle, God. a character. <laughs> Do a, like. Get your lunchbox fix. <laughs> I love that, that guy. Guy. His fallback of singer. Not going to work out for him. (laughs) I mean, in what world do you put together an animation? I know that animation takes a long time. They're doing this all in a few hours, right? Mm. So it's it's clearly going to be like the hokiest animation that there is. And then a lovely ditty to go along with it. And you get your best, you get your best singer on the job, someone who's had some experience behind the microphone. But the woman's team, like, kind of banks. It was really good. Yeah. Perfect. Slaps. It was like, send it high. They tried to make it, they put a TikTok. They were trying to bait, like, a TikTok challenge in it. That was just probably the only thing on the whole, that where you're like, oh, that's kind of amazing that you came up with that in in the time span. They did write pleasure instead of treasure on the back. But, you know, popcorn is pleasure. (laughs) I mean, it's not untrue, but it certainly has, um, you know, some connotations. And the best thing, and then it cut to, it was Carrier, the team leader, and she's like, you know, it's not like we're making pleasure porn. I mean, <laughs> corn. corn. <laughs> it was just amazing. But maybe another challenge. Wow. I also loved the team, the team that was committing to honey, committing to the Buzzy Bee. No one could taste the honey. No. There was not a single ounce of honey on that popcorn. Because I think when you put honey on popcorn, in my mind, just all <clears throat> clumps together in one big sticky yucky mess. Mm. Caramel corn. Particularly. Caramel corn does that, yeah. Yum. I mean, I'm probably not thinking it through properly. Did they, they all do this in one day, by the way? Did they develop the flavour, the animation? Surely not. The wrap, like all yeah, of that. How could they print they out the lovely up. packets in that? <sighs> Maybe the pitch was like another day. Can we talk about the pitches? Amazing. Yes. Uh, what I loved was in the countdown pitch, that was Kitty Hannafin, who is the head of corporate comms, I think, or maybe just head of comms for Countdown, who have had a bit to do with. She's definitely not a buyer. And, <laughs> like, there was just, like, it was so obvious that it was just, like, Kitty in, engaging with them as people and just kind of enjoying the, the moment, whereas New World, they were real buyers. Well, yeah. so hang on, was Kitty the one that was going to cry because yeah. someone yeah. said something yeah. about, like, my kids giving like, like, she was yeah. on RNZ Morning Report this morning talking about the stabbing at Countdown in Dunedin. Like, that's her main yeah. day job, yeah, and they've just obviously gone, this is intense, <laughs> like, being on camera, we'll, we'll have a professional in there. And obviously she was very good at it, but that's why there was no reference to price or anything. It was just... What's the vibe? Yeah, the vibe yeah. is strong. And then you have the new world and it's just like real normie looking people. They're wearing like, uniforms? Oh, yeah, I love yeah, the totally. chicken uniforms. The contrast was so good. Uh, so are you telling me that when Countdown say we're going to buy 25,000 25, units of um, Kia corn that we're not going to see those I on the shelves? They're not, not on the shelves. I've looked. <laughs> but also I don't think – I don't think – that there was like there was, there was no ever. process. It was just one million dollars kind <laughs> yeah. of a figure. It's know? basically they're just saying we thought you did the better pitch, but you know when they were putting these unit numbers to them, and then when they announced who won, and they were like the the guys you got um, t- you know ten thousand units from Countdown, and ladies you got nothing, and then guys you got five thousand from New World. And uh, and ladies, you got twenty five thousand from New World, so you went. It's the other way around. Like, whatever it to was. To be clear, New World want nothing from <laughs> those were, women. Okay, they botched their pitch. <laughs> they did. They couldn't even really turn the laptop did. on. They really crazy. Did botch that. Okay, but my point is, that they're just completely arbitrary numbers. Like, right. why not just but say? That's what I mean. It's very like se- yeah. it's seven days scoring. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I would like. I would like that bag that says Pleasure Corn on it for the Real Pub Museum. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And it's made by our friends at Great Southern, who also made, you know, the famous spin-off TV show. So famous. <laughs> so you think that there might be a little I think there could be a sort of, we could work something out. Do you know what, listening. though? In terms of brand awareness and so on, I can't remember the flavour of the ladies' one. Pancake. Pancake. Whoa. Mm. So they have maple, maple kind of flavouring. Because pancakes on their own taste like nothing. Nothing, yeah. It's the base, really. Mm. Um, unclear. Like, I have to watch it a fourth time. 
But yeah, just to return back to the having a non-buyer in the bias chair, that's how you get to buy twenty five thousand of something without knowing the cost. So I think those women need to like make that cost. I don't know a hundred thousand dollars times twenty five. They can just like they can do almost anything. They've got seed money to set up a new supermarket chain. Like they've got them on the hook. This is just a huge opportunity. I'm saying, like, let's really push the apprentice on this. It's an oral, it's a, it's a, it's a legally binding oral contract, right? Is that, it? That's right. Yeah. It's an orally binding legal it's contract. A- <laughs> um, it's so pleasure point. <laughs> is there anything else uh, in the in the creation of the product? They went to they tried them out. They went kids. to this incredible place where they make the flavor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the on the North Shore or something. Where you make the flavor. We flavors. need to go we there. We need to go there. Make it. <gasps> oh, she's had an we idea. We need to make a real pod popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. I mean, it's on brand. Yeah. Oh my god. Real popcorn. No, but I'm mean, just the corn. The corn. The corners. Oh, the corners. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just, I just now I'm sweating the real, the real quite pop, badly. The real, the real pop corner. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. But you go and you just mix up different dust and you get stuff. It's crazy. What? The, mascot, the mascot could be a real pop corner. Like a person who's... A, th- okay, like we, Laura Giddy. But we're, making, we're making them look like geniuses, yes. by the way, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cassie Roma would be very proud of us. Look, to be clear, this is... All a moot point. Okay. Can I just, what would our flavour be? That's the only thing I want to know. What would our flavour be? Are we sweet or are we savoury? Can you have corn flavoured corn? <laughs> well, yeah. What about popcorn that tastes like corn? Sweet corn. Sweet corn. Sweet corn, sweet corn, sweet corn popcorn. popcorn. No one would buy but that. It, oh, no. I was <laughs> genius. I was like, butter. <laughs> Buttered popcorn. <laughs> We have suddenly started being the apprentice. <laughs> I know for sure your plan, you two goons, is to become the mass singer. It's like just this is just a giant, real useless audition <laughs> tape. It's not that useless. I think it, I honestly so, think it's okay. Up. It's perfectly <laughs> on, on par with the television. <laughs> Uh, should oh, we talk dear. about the um, elimination, the boardroom? Yes. So yes. what happens is the team leader and who, how do they get to... I don't know, but remember Michael, and I forgot his name, the honey honey enthusiast, were really uh, like... Barry? Was it Barry? Yeah. They were um, fighting over who would be leader. And then Barry, and uh, Michael was like, okay, I'm leader, you're sub-leader. <laughs> And that was like perfect assistant to the regional manager. Like, pure just David Brent. I loved him. And then he, um, so he has to choose the two weakest members. Yeah, but then he's up for being fired himself as the leader. So the three of them go into the boardroom and they have to plead their case. And and their pleading of their cases is basically just trying to say how shit the other people were and how it's just basically, it's none of my fault. No, no, it wasn't my fault. And like, what, what? I still don't really understand why Ish went home. Like, it was basically just like, unfortunately, these guys are just clearly really good TV. Yeah. And uh, well, that's why then we're going to accuse you of something you haven't done. <laughs> yeah, you're going to storm out. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Mike Perot's point. It just again, it's a close. They do a close up on him pointing. <laughs> we don't see his whole body. It's just the arm, and it feels. It's actually really fucking hard to do a good, decisive... While you're saying you're fired. Yeah, while you're saying you're fired. Like, Alex Casey, you're, you're fired. fired. I think I did a great you're one just then. You're fired. <laughs> you've got to your, use your whole body. It's it's good you're podcasting. Fired. Well, yeah, just, so I think he botched it, right? And that's the, he had to do it You later. think he had to do it? That, that, that might not even be his arm. True, plastic arm. Stunt arm. <laughs> <laughs> That might be why it looked a little That's weird. the only other arm in the world. Mike Perry's arm and plastic arm. <laughs> you know those ones that you can buy that you yeah, hang out? <laughs> but I think someone else might have an arm. Look, if we ask around. I think so. I think so. Real pod listeners, if you have an arm, Podcast at thespinoff.co.nz. Also, real pod listeners, I beg of you, this is me doing my sell to the room. Please subscribe to our lovely podcast if you haven't already. Please rate it, review it, share it. I know this is genuine. I know this is is what people say on podcasts. Max Keys, it's like and subscribe. But we 
A big in you. Mm. Please buy our popcorn. This is shake, us. Shake it, pop it, send it. Hi. Oh, that was it. Now. Still remember it. It's a good tagline. It's great. Can't think of anything that rhymes with hi, which is terrible. So many words rhyme with hi. Anyway. <laughs> Please do that. If you uh, would like to engage in conversation about literally anything, join our group on The Real Pod Corner on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. Did you hear that? Sorry, that's my creaky chair. Mm. Can I ask you a question? We need you to subscribe so we can buy you chairs. Yeah, we do actually. Mm. It's quite bad, the chair situation. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What makes it premium? <laughs> Is it because it has a premiumness about it? <laughs> That was such a good answer. So many lines out the ass on the show. That's the guy also who looks exactly like Trevor. Simone's yes. Trevor. Yes. As I live and breathe. Is so it? many so looking sure like not? Did he have Could socks be. on? I didn't see the socks. <laughs> we need to do the mask socker again. <laughs> mask socker, honestly. Who knew? Once again. That idea is copyright real power because that <laughs> yeah. could happen. Alex yeah. Casey spots a gap in the market once again like buttered popcorn. <laughs> the mask socker. <laughs> Um, I'm sweating. I loved Cassie Roma going, like, yelling at Michael in the boardroom about the way that he was conducting himself, and then he interrupted her, and she was just like, you would be out on your ass if you did that to me, you know, in that room. She had a go at him for interrupting people, and then he interrupted her while she was having a go at him. It was interruption inception. It was a meta point. Okay. (laughs) There was one more moment where he said something about who he was deciding to bring in. He said... You know, at the end of the day, it was a toss of a coin. And she was like, is that how you do business normally? And he was like, absolutely not. However, it was this time. (laughs) (laughs) He just, he can't tell He can't be sent home. He must become the apprentice. Like, there's just, I don't want to live in a world where he's not on TV for the maximum possible time. Does the winner become an apprentice to Mike Pirro? Yeah. Do they go and work for Mike Pirro? Well, he is an, um, an auctioneer, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. 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 It's rigged, and I'm happy. Because well, <laughs> Mike Pitto does mortgages. And real estate. It's a related mm. industry. Does he do real estate? Yeah. Like, like, like the house selling. Yes, that's <laughs> why. In the, in the <laughs> video, he goes down in the motorbike to a house in the deep south and gives them a bottle of wine to say, congratulations on your help purchase through Mike Pitto Real Estate. <clears throat> real and estate. the same song. Mike Pitto Real estate. estate. Wow, he must be really good at business. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to have a little stretch. Recommend you do the same, but listen to this while you do so. Hey there, it's local comedians Chris Parker and Eli Matthewson. And we're hosting a new podcast called Drag Race Down Under the Covers. It's about cars. Just kidding. Just it's kidding. about drag queens and the new drag show hitting TVNZ on demand. We're going to be getting into all the gossip, recapping the episode, and talking to local drag artists around New Zealand. So, so subscribe to The Real Pod if you haven't already, and we'll be in there with a grin. Welcome back. Oh my God. Okay. We have to do a really tight job of making sure this doesn't get completely derailed and become a four-hour podcast because The Masked Singer, two eps of nothing but brilliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, this screens on Sunday and Monday nights on TV3. Mm-hmm. Hosted by... Well, the way your intonation just goes up at the end of every Yeah, sentence. that was me asking a question, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Look at Alex, who confirmed. Uh, hosted by Clinton Randall, you've got your judges Sharon Casey, Reese Darby, Lady Six, and James Roquet. Mm-hmm. And what a great show. What a great show. The, who is it? Who is it? Who is it behind the mask? <laughs> I don't think that's it. But it is a tune. Is a it tune. not? How does it go? I think it's who's behind the mask. Not who is it behind the mask. Uh, no, the I mask? think you're right. I think yeah. Alex is right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. If I'm wrong, can we edit this yeah. out? <laughs> <laughs> or Absolutely just edit in me saying, jolly good show. <laughs> the funniest thing. So you know how it's sponsored by Sultana Brand inherently. <laughs> it's very that, funny. That is so funny. I don't think they've ever spent a dollar on marketing anywhere because they haven't needed to because it's fucking Sultana Brand. And this... Is how they break that. Mm. It's amazing, but it opens with, you know, like a little digital Sultana brand dancing with a mask on. I was watching it with my mum. My mum was like, who is that? (laughs) (laughs) Immediately thought the Sultana brand was one of the celebrities. Wouldn't that have been amazing, though? Incredible. Like in the lineup of all the the lovely costumes, just a Sultana to keep the client happy. It's a huge missed integration opportunity. Exactly, like the coffins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, do you think the coffin makers made these, these outfits? I mean, could be. Maybe. Jack of I want to be buried <laughs> in that jellyfish. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Episode one, 
the whole time I'm just figuring out. I feel like I've never seen a whole episode of The Masked Singer, like the US Virgin. Virgin? Virgin. <laughs> Jane. <laughs> I've never seen a US virgin. Um, I haven't seen it all the way through, so I don't really understand how it worked. I just knew that there were like celebrities singing in masks mm. or costumes. You, you've watched it. I have watched a couple of episodes, yes. What, what, is this normal? Because this seems like an incredibly <laughs> yeah. weird show to me. No, it's, it is supposed to be it's weird. It's pure, true to format. I believe so. I'm not sure the American one has audience members like hastily rifling through laminated QR codes <laughs> and such, and then opening what is clearly like a Google spreadsheet like voting system. But yeah, what, this what, is the show. What like. about the singing? I think they do they sing in the states, or do they at least m- record they, it as if it could possibly sound like it might be live, and yeah. they get the. They get the stars to actually hold the microphone somewhere near where their mouth, where their mouth might be. be. And not like the Pav, the poor Pav. <laughs> the poor Pav's hands all the way out here just holding the mic <laughs> by, you know, God knows where really on the I, human body. <laughs> I do Sounds feel like you very do know sorry. I do feel very sorry for the Pav who I'm convinced I know who is. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. Let's get into it. <sighs> so we start off, so they go two by two against each other and first up is the Tuatara uh, and the Tui, both um, vying it out. So... Tutara sang Cosmic Girl. Do we need to run through the clues? No. Um, yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Uh, no. One of the oldest reptiles in the world and found in, only in Aotearoa. See, this is bad. Is okay, bad? okay, okay, okay. Well, should we just say who we think it is and why based on yes. the clues? Yes. Do we okay. want to talk about who the judges thought they were? <laughs> we should have really talked about oh, this before we started. No, no, no. That wouldn't be. That's not our way. Sh- Sharon thought it was William Wairoa. Reese thought it was Peter Beck from Rocket Lab. Amazing guess. <laughs> I quite like like Reese in general. Sort of annoys me on ads and so on, but he's really he's funny. He really on needed so funny. in this one. Yeah. Um, Lady Six thought Shelton from Blindspot, which I thought was quite a good shout. <laughs> I, I love that all her guesses are real deep cut musicians, <laughs> mainly from the two thousand. <laughs> and James thought Ben Lummis. I was like. Dave Dobbin, John Tugut. <laughs> I thought Peter Ella. Wow. Oh. See, it was later guest. My big pull is I think it's Dane Rumble. Oh, good call. Ooh. Right, I think it's Dane Rumble because used to be part of a band, now solo. <gasps> now solo. There was a shot of the Tuatara putting on gold chains oh. and, and saying mm. that something had changed. He now, as we know, designs jewellery. Famously, Zach Franich and uh, Ann Simpson's wedding rings. Yes. That's my big. That's my big guess. I also just think, think Tuatara is kind of sexy. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say <laughs> so it. So what you're saying is you think Dane Rumble's sexy? Yeah. Okay. Well, I changed his appearance over time. See you, that? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon because okay. when he was in the fast crew, he sunglasses. might have had slightly longer hair. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> sunglasses. The person who wore sunglasses and then didn't. <laughs> yeah. Good clip. <laughs> And he can move. He seems like a performer. Yeah, okay. True. That's really good. That's much better than <laughs> Did you have any guesses? I told you. Who was it? Pe- oh, Peter Orlich. Oh, Peter Orlich, that's mm. right. Because they might have gone in a twofer with a, a completely other channel and different production company. Oh, was it a different production company? Who knows? Do we, who we know who it is now, so we won't bother going through the clues. Um, but my, so... The, the judges or the guessing panel's guesses were Sharon thought Cal Wilson, Reese thought Judith Collins, Lady thought Pippa Wetzel, and James thought Kylie Minogue. I was like, Liv Tennant, which is a real reach, wow. but the voice sounded like Liv's. Yes. So Liv is like Tuesday Warner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Played Tuesday Warner on Shortland Street, lots of parts in various films and things, Lord of the Rings and so on, but definitely not probably high profile enough mm, uh, mm. to be behind the mask. But then again, you just don't know how desperate they got. Well, I mean, Lady Six is guessing backup, dance, backup, backup singers from LAB. <laughs> then I thought Laura Daniel, but I was busy Googling while I was watching, and she was not born in Australia as far as I can tell. And yeah. my final thought was Keisha, Keisha Castle-Hughes. Which would have been amazing. Yeah. Mm. None of which were correct. None of which were correct. Who did you think? I thought it was going to be Lisa Chappell <laughs> from McLeod's Daughters. I got really hung up on the Australian And thing. she's on Shortland Street now, though, she so she wouldn't have been able to cross platforms, would she? True. Mm. Didn't think um, that through. Joe, who I was watching it with, thought that it was Fiona MacDonald because of the chicken. There were some chicken references. There were some feathers. There were some things like that. But also, I think, probably a bit too... too Old, niche. No, not old. 
Jonathan. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, it, we had gone. We had gone way too nation, I guesses. And of course, it's just well, someone like Susie. So, Kato. Susie, Susie, well, Nikki got Susie Kato within like half a bar. Like she didn't even get through the first sentence. It was like bam. It was wow crazy to be near. It was so obvious in retrospect. And mm. with the first line of the clue being "I'm a national treasure," if I'd even just stopped then. <laughs> I would have guessed Susie Cato. The amount of times we talked about her as a national treasure when we were recapping Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. But some of the clues are actually, they, they, do, they throw you off more than they anything. Do. They okay. do. Very well put together, whoever wrote those clues. Mm. Let's get on to Jellyfish. Is that you? No, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to Jellyfish, who sung Sway. Crushed it. Crushed it? Like mine. I was like, oh, it was better on her. Better than... Okay, that's in Duncan's. I mean, bro, bro, well, I know that that's 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 a that's a kind kind of rude, but she really just smoked that performance. She's got to be a singer, right? Was My mum, okay, was dark on the show up until the jellyfish. She was like, "I can't believe you're making me watch this. I, this is terrible. This is stupid." And then I thought she was asleep, and then she just went. <laughs> Susan Devoy. <laughs> no, no. Out of absolutely nowhere. Now let's see these clues, okay? Follow <laughs> me as I dive into my little fairy tale. Dive? I didn't even think of the dive. After journeying across the seas, some sort of long-distance sea swimmer, perhaps. I don't know. Um, I was decided to kick out my heels a bit, that maybe dancing with the Stasi. I'm mm. super competitive. I like to win. I like going to parties and making friends, being on dry land, scary. Guesses, Sharon guessed Lisa Carrington, Reese guessed Candy Lane, Lady Six That guessed... was such a cool guess, Candy awesome. freaking Lane. <laughs> the, the lady really went off piste here. Gilda Kirkpatrick? <laughs> Crazy, Paul. Uh, and James guessed Lucy Lawless. I didn't really have a guess here. I was, I had, the jellyfish said, hey guys, and it sounded to me a lot like Sean XO, the YouTuber, oh. which would have been like a crazy get. I don't. No, if it doesn't really make sense if, for any other reason apart from the hey guys. But I would love if they got like a big name social media star, for example, to uh, to jump in there. That would be incredible. <laughs> Can I just say, in terms of not knowing what sport Jess Quinn excels at, that's his, it's nothing to do with her ability in the sport and everything to do with my knowledge of sport. Just want to put that out there. Yeah. That's my disclaimer. Well, it's just because the main sports you watch are competitive dancing and competitive singing. <laughs> I think she runs, actually. <clears throat> so maybe maybe she's not my guess after all. Anyway, who's next? Possum. Possum. Possum looks like a mouse. I thought Possum was a mouse. Possum looks like a mouse. I'm also having a personal possum problem at the moment, which I thought was like, I thought was a story. I pitched at the editorial meeting. I've never seen a possum before. In my what? whole life, in, in the suburbs, I've never seen a possum in my Urban Albert. possum, Ridiculous. urban possum. Another great. Is that band not? Name. Is that weird? Yeah, I've seen possums in in round and about. Okay, in trees and anyway, so on. squashed on the side. Do of the you road. have to get rid of them yourself? You know, no, just well, leave them. Leave the, Let them cut. Eat the trees. Yeah. Does Does Hillary Barry have possum traps or rat traps? Celebrities love rat traps, right? Is that Jesse Mulligan? This is really niche I stuff. I went to her house <laughs> and I'd had a few beers. Oh, so I can't really remember. That was just an Whoa, opportunity. Oh, okay. Hey, look, I wrote about it on the internet. I'm not shy about it. <laughs> anyway, I think the possum is Kimberly Crossman. <laughs> Brooke Fraser. Ooh, that's a really good The possum good can guess. really sing. I'm not the only one, Sam Smith. I mean, I, I, that's the song. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I am the only one. Um, did you have a guess for, the, for Posse? I, I didn't, but I, um, Nikki also guessed Kim Crossman. I also oh. like that guess. Um, what, uh, is there anything in the, in the <coughs> clues? I first thrived in Australia. That could Ooh. be first enjoyed success or was born in. There was From a, a strange... sporty family. That's why I thought Brooke, Brooke Fraser. Fraser. That, that's what Joe guessed as well. There was a weird Elvis Presley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Elvis Presley fan from way back or something like that. Mm. Very intriguing. But that could also just be like, there might be a Who clue in an Elvis song. <laughs> who is you know? it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we don't know who it is. Sharon thought Zoe Bell, Reese thought Sarah Walker, Lady Six thought Anna Coddington, and James thought Aswindell sister, one or one or t'other. You can't have two guesses yeah, in one. Well, it happens later. And also it's ever Swindell, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, you're so, right. Yeah. You know. Jellyfish and possum, both very mysterious, I think. The most mysterious pair. I'm, don't you think? I'm, I'm honestly, this 
show fucks with my head so much. Mm. I think I've got it. And then I second guess myself. And I'm even second guessing Medusa, who I was convinced up until we walked into the studio, I knew exactly who it was. And now I'm like, oh, I don't know. I I can't make all the clues work. Well, what I don't understand is, so eight performances, is that right? Six per episode, 12 total. Okay, I don't understand how time works when (laughs) each performance is about somewhere between 90 seconds and two minutes long. Should do some basic maths. We've got roughly 10 seconds of, 10 seconds, 10 minutes of singing. This is a 60 actual minute, <laughs> not TV minute long show, where almost nothing seems to happen. I don't know how, like, time is a flat circle mm. on The Masked Singer. Because mm. it's both, like, it just sort of shambles along. It doesn't, it's not like it's all, it's obviously a lot of time spent in, in a very dark crowd. Uh, but I don't understand how, how it's made up. Like, I don't, I don't. Get it. On the I time, wish it was longer. On the time <laughs> thing, I was thinking about how long it must take them to shoot it, that it must take bloody ages. I reckon those those guessing panelists are sitting mm. there for a long time. Because, I don't know, it just, uh, yeah, it felt like, uh, are, you, oh, are, you in the, are you in the crypt? Do you know stuff? Have you? Well, She's in the crypt. She's put herself in the crypt. I don't you think actually look like one of the masked people right now. <laughs> Tell us, Casey. Like... Take it off. Take oh, it off. She's already I'm done already the big for mask soccer. <laughs> okay, Alien. Alien did freestyler tune. Can I just say, forgot how big of a tune this was. Great Such a great again. tune. Yeah. And, and crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. Okay, watch this space. It's me, Alien. I've recently been fielding many questions about my identity, but you'll know I'm just... I'm used to wearing a disguise, so someone who dresses up. As for my singing, I'm going to win this comp- competition, Jupiter, Jupiter Believe It. I feel like that's just a pun. I don't think they're from Jupiter. Um, <laughs> the panel needs to calm down and behive. <laughs> you clues in the beehive, right? Politician? To all my competitors, comet me, bro, again. Not a comment. <laughs> Not an actual <laughs> comment. I'm ultra competitive and always want to beat the opposition. Another politics reference. Don't make any snap decisions. Another politics reference. So it's got to be a politician. Surely. My mum was doubling down on John Tamahere. Oh, wow. Okay. What about you, Duncan? I, I initially thought Seymour, because there was just something about the way the alien moved. <laughs> but I, obviously the identity, I don't really think... Mm. Works. I, oh man, I, I, was, I mean, I've also heard like an Ashley Bloomfield, but yeah, I don't think... that was that was Reese's guess. I think that I don't think it feels like Ashley would do this show. Is Bridges a crazy shout? Oh my god! Because I feel like Bridges is a good singer. Yeah. Oh my god! For sure, but a good bump, singer. But you wouldn't be. Well, doing we say he's a good musician. Shows. We've seen him play drums. Right. <laughs> Goes hard. <laughs> and identity, like being. True. Leader. Yeah. Then being not leader. Baby yak. It Baby die. yak. You yeah. Know. Uh, the the other guesses were Ashley Bloomfield Reese guest, uh, Paddy Gower, which I thought was interesting, sort of like politics adjacent. Mm. Uh, James guessed my guess, which was Timothy Coffey. And Sharon guessed David Seymour. So we just have to wait and see, I guess, won't we? No clue. Okay, Medusa. Let's get into Medusa. Medusa okay. saying. 24K magic. The clues were in Greek mythology, a woman with snakes in here instead of here. That's just fact. There's a clue <laughs> in my name. If you work it out, you'll be close. I love the way my dress feels. With snakes for hair, I'm floating <clears throat> on air. Capital O, capital A, by the way. So do with that what you will. Tonight will be one of my greatest performances. It's not my first rodeo. Just watch how far I go. I'm used to shooting for the stars. So Sharon's guest, Rosita Vi. Uh, <laughs> Reese's guess was Trillie Cooper. Lady's guess was a backup singer from LAB. <laughs> Just <laughs> amazing guesswork. And James guessed Kelly Clarkson. What are your guesses? So my first thought was Joe Cotton mm-hmm. because of the way my dress feels, not my first rodeo, cotton dress. That's what <gasps> I was thinking. That's oh, my what God, I was thinking. that's genius. That's what I was thinking. But then I got really hung up on the USA thing. Yeah. And it was like clue in the name, Medusa, yeah, USA. Yeah, she was holding yeah. an American flag. And then I thought, I think it's Anika Moore, because she was like, she was big, her, her yeah, song is on America's yeah. Sweethearts. Oh my God. She recorded her last album in America. She's on the radio, on air. Oh my God. And I thought it kind of sounded like her. You've cracked it. Oh, yeah, it I is. don't know. It is. It is. It the only thing is, the only thing is, like it's a TVNZ jump. Yes. 
Okay, do you want to hear my guesses? Yes. Okay, this wasn't strictly my guess, but I do support her. Megan Anir, who's on the radio. Mm. Don't know how she works in with any of the other clues, but she's on the radio. Mm. And her name, her like Instagram handle is Megan Onier. Great. And M-E, Megan. But going down the USA theme as well, Tammy Nielsen, country singer, has been on a singing competition show before. She was on um, Stars in Their Eyes. And Ooh. so she said, I'm used wow. to shooting for the stars. Ooh. It's not my first rodeo. Which country. is country. Country. Oh, these are both great Wow. Guesses. I, I got, because I was like, Canadian, it won't be her. But Yeah, yeah but no, but country, country music yeah, in the yeah. USA. Cause, cause, yeah. So you thought about her as well. I did think about her yeah. early on. I did think about her early on. Anyway, so this show is so good. It's we the last been mystery. This captivated as it's a the three-piece last mystery left time. on earth, if you really think about it. We have nothing else. It's unboxing for adults. We have to move on. Is it for adults, though? Okay, the bottom three were Tui, Alien, and Jellyfish. Tui lost. Uh, final guesses were Susie Cato from Sharon, uh, Judith Collins from Reese, Susie Cato from Lady. She pivoted. And James Guest stuck with his guess of Kylie Minogue. Take it off. Who's the Tui? It's Susie Cato. Amazing. And I love when they pull off their mask. Well, the one person I've seen do it, two people now, and the hair's all... Me see. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Nah. yeah. <laughs> so <Okay>. dishevelled. <laughs> I feel like in the American one, they they're, take it off and they're you're dripping just like, with sweat. <laughs> yeah, because they've actually done some yeah. singing, maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, episode two. We meet Sheep, who sings Rolling in the Deep. Um, bad boy. The bad boy of the competition. The bad boy <laughs> of the competition. <laughs> I'm no wolf in sheep's clothing. I'm the real deal. I've been known to keep calm at times. I expect to sail away with this competition. You'll spot my fleece around the acres or roaming in the backyard of my uncle's batch. Hmm. Very strange. Capital B on batch, by the way. With that two could shakes, just be bad something. With two shakes of this on the spin-off. That's where I got it from. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> with two shakes of this Lansdale, I'll ship it out of the competition. It takes courage to perform behind the mask, but my conscience is clear. Sounds so like the guy weird. from The Apprentice. Um, yeah, so... We had Sharon guessing Sam Kane. Never heard of that person. Is there some sort of sports? He was like, like the whole place. Don't, don't Kane. I don't. Kane. I'm talking about, I told you I don't know about sports. <laughs> you um, the captain of the bloody ABs. <laughs> the uh, This Ru- is definitely a singer. Is it not? Uh, yes, it was really good singing. It was singing. really good singing. I was like, because they, they saw the Bachelor thing, they were like, it's a Bachelor. Someone I was like, I don't think it's a Bachelor, but maybe it's Mike Puru. <gasps> For no other reason Ooh, than... My conscience is clear. <laughs> His conscience is clear. But he's the only innocent man in show business, I reckon. Uh, Reese guest Mary Lambie, lady guest Scribe, and James guest Grant Dalton. I'm really, I have no clue, truly. What have you got, Alex? I got hung up on the keeping calm thing, and I thought it was Petty Weepu. Ooh. That's good. Who's he? No, <laughs> <laughs> But then almost nothing else makes it, a, like... The, the uncle's batch. The uncle's has he got a famous uncle? Really is there a famous weird. uncle? Someone got a famous uncle? Surely there's an all-black Billy Weepu, but that's his brother. Uh, is that correct? But he did the amazing um, camera work on, I think, on Tover O'Brien's iconic uh, national oh, really? party in the corridor oh, meltdown. That's interesting. Yeah. Great. Good, um, little, good little nugget. I have no idea. You? Oh, you didn't watch this one, did you? Okay. That's all right. We'll move on to the monarch who sang Whitney Houston... Beautifully. I have nothing. Uh, Sharon guest Jenny Scholander from Devil Skin. Scholander? <laughs> Scholander? I enjoy hearing you. Thank you. That's how she said it, I think. Scholander? Whatever. Scholander, Scholander. <laughs> Reese guest a top twin. Lady Six guest Lady Hawk. And James also guest Lady Hawk because there's Ladybug in the clue or something. What's Can that? we talk about the monarch's lips for a moment? <laughs> Sure. Just human lips on a butterfly. Very strange. <laughs> have you seen the butterfly close up, though? I think I have, surprised. I've actually been closely monitoring um, a monarch outside. Have you got one? Watch yeah. out for possums. We've got some swamp plants, yeah. yeah. I have another huge guess for this, which I'm okay. really confident about. Okay. Almost to the point where I'm like, I don't want to ruin it for everybody. Okay. <laughs> I think that this is Madeline Sami. She can sing. Yeah, she can it sing. It said, I'm mad about the competition. Mad, oh, Madeline. Madeline. Lady Bird, Lady Hawk, as we know, is her wife. 
something about a metropolis, and I was thinking super city. Oh, wow. that's good. I've and got, it also sounds a lot like it. I've got Yulia. Wow. Just because I want it to be. That would be a great return to the stage so for her. Good. Anyway, okay, don't worry because I know who the pair is. Okay, Monster sang Blinding Lights. Uh, what, what, pretty scary. I'm used to taking down all my computers. Since I was a young child, I've always run to the beat of my own drum. Sharpen my claws and I'm going to claw my way to the top. I want to be strong and powerful, just like my ancestors were. Now, this is where we got into some really definitely not a singer singing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, are you, I thought the monster was Oh, no, the mo- no, monster was fine. No, it, was, it was the mower that was terrible, wasn't it? The, the mower and the orange raffi were not, not the best. The monster's eye fogging up the whole time. <gasps> I didn't even notice. It was so funny. Do you know, I had, so to, I had to rush watch this one and I had to fast uh, forward through half the performances. Okay. Um, anyway, Sharon guest Wend- Wendell Sailor. Uh, Reese guest Matthew That's Bridge. That's a wild guess. Yeah. Lady guest Joseph Parker and James guest Josh685, the, the TikTok star. Yeah. Uh, I guest Savage. Okay. What's your guess? I think this is William Wairua. Ah. I think he had fancy feet. He was moving his feet a lot. Washed up on the shore... Notoriously a shore boy, I think. Right, is he? Okay. I think. Yeah, that was like, North Shore. I'm, I feel like on his Instagram he was always sort of around Browns Bay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just have a feeling. And I feel like because it was seeded as a clue for somebody else that he's around. Yeah, right. Do they do and that I in think the US show? He can sing. I feel like I've heard him sing before on his, okay. on his Instagram. Okay. Does he drum? But he definitely is a unique character. He's He's definitely a unique character. And he wears those single-eye glasses as well, and his monster is a cyclops. Right. You know? Do you think that they've been that clever about the costumes or just (laughs) grabbed what they could find at first scene? No, the costumes are wonderful. (laughs) The costumes are wonderful. Um, I love how they just wear normal shoes. (laughs) Many of them just like sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and that's why I was looking for clothes with Savage because I know that, that for a long time the Decepticons were sponsored by Converse. Like they were getting a new pair every week. Ooh. Whoa. And I was like, if he's wearing Converse, that's a dead giveaway. But I don't know if the, the sponsorship arrangement is still going. My well, only yeah, other you... guess was um, Shane Cameron for the monster. But oh. I don't know if he can sing that well. Well, well he comes up next for the, as a guest uh, for the moth who's saying, why does love do this to me? Okay, this was definitely not well sung. <laughs> Classic rugby player. <laughs> uh, and birds the word. It's me, my I might not be I might be extinct, but I'm no dinosaur. Um stuff a legend. That I'm a bird is a dead giveaway. Blah 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 blah. When it's time for the big game, my aim is true. A few really strong clues in there. Sharon thought Israel Dag, Reese thought Jim Hickey, Lady thought Jane Cameron, <laughs> and James thought Richie McCaw. And I was going with Richie McCaw also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually knew this one already because I saw it in the back end of the spin-off, <laughs> so I didn't guess. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really sad because I thought it was an awesome reveal. Oh, does the back end of the spin-off know? Is it got, it's got the, in, yeah. Oh, yeah. the screeners and things. Bloody hell. But it was Stephen Donald. Stephen Donald Duck. Bird, 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 bird. My aim, oh. when it's time for the big game, my aim is true. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and also like famously came in and won the 2011 World Cup final. His aim yeah. is true. Mm. His aim is true. Even I know that about this fort and that person. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, obviously Mo ended up bottom three and actually uh, was told to take it off. Uh, Orange Ruffy sang Footloose. Oh, my God. Not a singer this way. Not a singer this way. I'm not afraid to stand up for what I think is right. Yes, I have to look out for the ocean's predators like any fish does, but I'll dig in my tail if I need to. Swimming these seas all my life, I've come across a fair few scuffles, travelling from sea to ocean. My journey has been rocky. Luckily, I'm a streamlined fish, blah, 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 blah. Fish stuff, shot for the stars, yada, yada, yada. The next clue might throw you off course. So Sharon guest Daniel Loder, Reese guest Russell Coates, Lady guest David Toa, and James guest Jeremy Corbett. I'm just thinking of the off-course thing now. I'm thinking, like, is it some sort of golfer? 
Don't they sound like, I mean, like, again, <laughs> typically I did not watch this episode, <laughs> but it feels like they're describing some sort of environmental activist mm. in the opening bits. That's what I thought. I thought I was like, this is going to be like Lucy Lawless or somebody, ah, but then started singing male. Great. I want to spend some time talking about the orange Ruffy's skirt and the rubbish <laughs> that is stuck on the bottom of the skirt. <laughs> the actual, like, like, part of the costume or just, was just picked up I what was know. laid down on the corridor backstage? It was a whole world wearable arts journey. Like, it wasn't just... <laughs> the fish it was more it was much more barnacles sub like little plastic submarines I loved it I really want one of these costumes for the real pod corner which one I don't take any, and, and <laughs> honestly, I think whatever. Like, well, let's find out who's been in them first, and then we'll decide which one we want. You know, because that could make okay. a difference. Sure. But also, what I want to do is put this to good use at the corny Christmas party this year. And, and have, you wear it? No, no, you can't give it away. No, no, you wear it. No, <laughs> someone we we can do our own mask singer, and the cornies have to guess who it is. No, yes, yes. I'm a different height. Not you, not out of us three. Oh, oh. an actual celebrity. Wait, I was thinking <laughs> of us three. <laughs> I don't think it's the height thing as well. Like people, when you sing, you've got a very distinctive singing voice. I don't <laughs> sing, so how would you know? <laughs> okay, anyway, oh, my dear. guest, Warren Draffy, Mike McRoberts. Me too! Wow! Amazing. Okay. <laughs> I also put Clark Gayford in just for all the sea stuff. But Mike McRoberts is a swimmer. He's a swimmer. That's what bloody swim. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, I, I think it sounds like him, but I couldn't figure out the rest of the clues. But then remember famously the shirtless pack. Mm-hmm. The wetsuit pack. The wetsuit pack, <laughs> which is less about the wetsuit and more about the bare chest. So Oh, and just all of the things. Hey, Clark Gayford's quite an environmentalist of the sea, isn't he? He is. Yeah, he really is. I would love that. But I also feel like he's, is he allowed to do things? Oh man, he seems to do all kinds of things. He does anything. He came up here and skinned a fish, I think. Okay. I was there, it was very, Pavlova? With his teeth. Pavlova? (laughs) Yeah. Pavlova? I'm as sweet as pie, it's me, Pavlova. Australia might claim me as their own, but this Pavlova is all Kiwi. Representing Pavlova's right at my alley. It's a sweet and exotic trip, one I'm looking forward to taking. I'm known for being airy. Uh, tonight I'm going to focus on my dance moves, one of my greatest assets. I might not be a dancing queen. I'm no stranger to the screen. Okay. Sharon Gestable Marshall, who's an actress, was in... Uh, DWTS. She was in DWTS, yes, and also um, Outrageous Fortune and so on. Reese guest Keisha Castle-Hughes. Lady guest Rachel House. James guest Madeline Sami. Alex Casey guesses. I thought it was Laura Daniel making herself sing a bit worse. Because I know that she can really sing. Uh-huh. And Pav can kind of sing, uh-huh. but not amazing. Uh-huh. So that was my guess. There was a husk. There was a Laura uh-huh. Daniel husk. But the network thing doesn't make sense. You don't have a guess because you don't watch it. Are you ready for my guess? Tell me. Esther. Wow. Esther. What the... It, Dance moves. Yes. She loves, we know she loves <gasps> to dance. The Dying Swan. It's one of her, she believes it to be one of her greatest assets, but she's not a dancing queen, but she's also no stranger to the screen. Holy shit. I just don't understand what the next time, listen more closely, and I might come to your rescue thing is, unless she somehow is like a qualified surf lifesaver. Or maybe she's going to come at you with a bloody hot glue gun she and fix, fix you up. Your stuff. Um, it d- definitely, the, the pav sounded like they had a slight Englishy, old, like an older, older woman. husky refined, voice. But I, yeah, broadcaster of some kind. I yeah. did think Kim Hill for a second. I did, <laughs> think, I did think Kim Hill for a second. And then Please. I was like, that is, would just be too much. People would die if she took it off and it was Kim Hill. People, it's not safe. It's okay. too much. I'm sticking with Esther. Do you like it? Follow-up guess. Could Esther have made the costumes? Yes. Louis- <laughs> yes. Louise Wallace. Ooh. Ooh. Um, 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 um. Good cook. But she, the Australia thing always throws me. I don't think that this person's saying they're from Australia. Are they just talking about the Pav? Because they said Australia might claim as their own, but this Pavlova is all Kiwi. And I'm kind of like, maybe they're uh, just they're making a point that they're not. I don't know. There's so much Australia talk. There's so much Australia talk. Anyone okay. can say. Yeah. That's it. But hey. it, all, it all predates the bubble, right? Like, you kind of, they have to be here. Yes. 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 I think so. Um, hey, that's it. Steve Donald was was the, what was he? He uh, was the, the, the more. The, the more. No more, more for us. And, uh, and, and now we go to some weird format where like f- five compete across two different five each really night know. or something. 
Because the numbers are all off now. Let it happen. Let to it you. happen. You I know, love it. Don't get bogged down. I in the love details. it so much. And I've got a couple of people in my ear going, "It's a shit show," and I'm like, "You're a shit show." Yeah, <laughs> get out. You're a shit show. We haven't even talked about the dancers oh, and the, the gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're good dancers. When they come out at the start with the blazers that say "who, who, who" on them with the masks, and then one of them's always Clinton Randall. I love that. A surprise every time. It's a surprise every and time. also Clinton Randall throwing to the brakes every time. Uh, every time. And the, and the, the hosts. The, Falling the, for it every time. The, yeah. God, what a mm. bunch of bloody idiots. I love it. We're so bad at making reality TV that it's good. Yeah. That t- that, the Masked Singer is the real pod to me. <laughs> it's just the, it's spiritually. Have you figured out which one I am yet? Tune in next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our silly podcast. Uh, thank you very much to Jonathan for recording. Uh, thank you to the people who make New Zealand reality television. We couldn't do this without you. And thanks to Spin Off members and everyone else. Thanks to all the people. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Kia ora e te iwi, te aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.